What's up, y'all? Eric Kaiser, New You Guru, my spiritual awakening podcast. It's 11.20. What a day. Um, I'm only doing another one because I want to wish my three-year-old son, Grayson, a happy birthday. I want him to know that he had a great day, and when you get a chance to listen back to this someday, which is so cool, you know, you'll get my thank you, son. You have really changed who I was. And I remember clearly when you did it. For all those who listen, you know, I had a lot of bad habits. I used to smoke like two packs a day. Uh, you know, at that point in my life, I wasn't really drinking a lot, but I was still drinking, you know, a couple times a week, six pack here, six pack there. But the whole partying stopped like when Grayson came into the world. Um, but yeah, I was pushing you up a little hill on a dirt road on Diana Circle where we lived on a lake and I could not breathe. <laughs> it was horrible. And I was pushing you, and you looked at me. And I had a cigarette in my hand and all, and you looked directly in my eyes. And we made this serious eye contact. And it came over me that you were, you were giving me a look like, I love you, but you're going to die. Right? And... I remember throwing my pack of cigarettes because it was so intense. Like, for those listening, the way his eyes met my eyes, I felt him. It was, it was surreal. Like, I almost read my, you know how old he was, months, you know? Like, read his mind. And I had already started to change, you know, like just the people I was hanging out with, what I wanted out of life. Like I had already started to mold myself into a different person. But I'll tell you what, you boy, you kicked the personal development side in hardcore because just a short year later, you know, on your on your birthday, that was the last time I drank, son. Like, that was crazy. That was my birthday present to you, besides for all the other birthday presents. But I gave you my sobriety. And uh, that's big, you know. Tonight would have been that, that last night of tying one on for me. And I'm pretty sure we had his party on his actual birthday. So that's my sobriety date. Um, and that was also the night that your grandmother came to me in, we'll call it a dream, but I could promise y'all that it was a lot more than just a dream because, you know, I gave up a 20-year habit in just one night of sleep. 
I woke up the next day and knew I was sober. And uh, it was powerful. Very, very powerful. And then, the you know, time just kept ticking and things were happening in my life that I just could not explain. But you, son, you were, you were my main focus, you know. When your mom got pregnant again, me and you spent a lot of time together. A lot. But today you did something that melted my heart. You had a mommy just tantrum and it was beautiful. Because I want you to be a mama's boy. I want you I want you to care about your mom the way I did. Alright, I'm back. <laughs> um, for real though, no. I, I, I want you to adore your mother. And, you know, me and your mom have been through a lot. And we have a long way to go. So, I'm always pulling to try to be very good friends with your mother and, you know, just get through life, you know, with the same parenting, parenting thoughts, I guess, you know, but you had a good day, son. Your mom bought you a little foot scooter and we played with that and we hit some golf balls. You hit golf balls for the first time today off a tee. <laughs> You did good. You did real good. And uh, that's it for you, son. Um, I love you. I love you more than air. <laughs> you know, the most important thing that, that we have. Um, I would pick you <laughs> over air if that was a possibility. But I hope everybody else is having a great night. It's it's late. I'm trying to squeeze this in before his birthday's over. It's 1135. Um, for y'all who are following, um, you know, I did I did put out that that loan request to my brother-in-law, and uh, it kind of went kind of went the way I guess my brain kind of seen it going, you know. Um, a lot of the stuff I study, ah, you know, a lot of it comes down to your thoughts and just the last time me and my brother-in-law spoke, there's a lot of harsh things said. And what got me was as I said my apology, and I want everybody to understand my life is a very, very complex story, which I plan on putting into a book someday. So I still look at it even that way when I'm making decisions in everyday life. You know, let's see how it plays out. You have to plant seeds, you know. Um, and, you know, he didn't even call me back to tell me no. He sent me a text message, which was just, you know, whatever. But the thing that got me the most was he had nothing, you know, he didn't, he didn't apologize at all. And, you know, that, that didn't surprise me, 
but I wanted to clear my karmic debt. And as you learn about the process, you'll learn about things like that. And, you know, when we're talking on the phone, he's trying to make it sound like the business was doing really, really bad. And, man, he should read more success books because you never lie about your business. Because then he told me in a text how good it was doing. And that's just, it's bad juju. That's how you create your business to take a downward spiral. And I, I hope it don't, you know. But, um, see, the thing is, is... You have to understand when you're dealing with people with egos, it's really hard for them to get over stuff. You know, they'll just, they'll brew on that stuff forever. And where I'm at in life, the ego is pretty much gone. It's been dissolved and I can forgive anybody anything. But always remember people, never turn your back on your family. And I'm not going to put my sister in a position to... Loan me money and make him mad or anything like that. And plus, that would never happen. Like, there's definitely a control valve going on, you know. And um, that's okay, you know. If she's happy, that's fine. But knowing how the process works and how life works, yeah, I'll be there for my sister one day, you know, regardless of what happened tonight. You know, it's you can't. In process of life, no matter what happens, you know, always remember that you could have handled something else differently. You know, basically around the time my mom passed, I had said something about my older sister who I even regret saying that now that I know the way things work. But, you know, it was a crazy situation, living situation with my mom. And, um, you know, I never said nothing about my, my other sister. Like me and my other sister had a great relationship up until her marriage. But, um, you know, he just got involved. And my wife, who was pretty much manic depressant, uh, having PTSD problems, you know, pregnant again, just got done having a baby, going through postpartum. And he's saying shit to her like I'm a sperm donor and just causing really really big rifts so yeah you know i i i did what what you know any husband would do and you know today i wouldn't use the words i used two years ago but i felt like it was necessary at the time um you know but it's never necessary don't ever let anybody take your power ever it's the best advice i can give anybody you want a great life don't ever let anybody take your power. Somebody runs their mouth, laugh at them and walk away. If they hate you, put them in jail. You know, I used to always think when people said that, that it was like a sissy thing to say. No, that's what millionaires do. That's, that's what wealthy people do. They let the cops take care of the dirty work. You know, that's what cops get paid for. We got to stop looking at life as we're a badass and everything's a competition. No, it's not about that. Life is about love. Life is about happiness. Life is about helping, you know. It sucks that, you know, he refused to help. Even though I was going to give my sister 49% of a company, um, you know, and I know what's going to happen. Like, I'm the creator of this story, people. I know what's going to happen, right? So, I started to do this earlier today, and I guess I cleared my phone and erased, but... You know, I talked about a lot of, you know, how 
my mindset was on the situation and how I thought that I was probably screwing it up, which, you know, if you believe that you created all, then yeah, I probably threw a wrench in there because I was a mental head case for like a week even wanting to ask them because I kind of, see, I'm doing it right now. I kind of knew the outcome, right? So I went into it expecting a no. So what did I get? I got a no. And I did that to kind of document it because I want people to see the way this works. But I had a crappy mindset this morning. Then I wrote out a list and I'm going to keep it in my pocket. I'm going to read it every single day of affirmations for myself. Now, I've done affirmations on my bathroom mirror, which I say every day. And, you know, cool. You know, I'm doing what is said to be done. But now I've upped the stakes a little bit. Now, anytime a negative thought comes into my head at all, <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't even matter if crap, it looks like it's going to rain. If I didn't say, hey, it looks like that's going to blow over, I'm reading that damn letter, right? So every negative thing that comes into my mind now, I'm going to read that letter, especially when it has to be fear-based, you know? Because I'm coming up to rent being due and things like that. And don't get me wrong, my phone rings today. I got tent jobs and stuff like that. But I'm going to get back to the whole mind space, right? It's crazy because after I did that, after I wrote that affirmation list and read it to myself quite a few times, I reached out to my buddy Miguel, who we met at a car audio shop. He does audio. I was the window tinner, and we we really hit it off. You know, I really miss that cat. And we always catch up here and there, but we've been playing phone tag, and he didn't realize that I had moved back to Georgia. Well, he does mobile audio. I'm a mobile window tinner with no license. So we talked today. I said, well, you know, what are you doing? He's like, just mobile. I'm like, well, shit, you know, let's. Let's get up, man. And, you know, he asked what I've been doing, talking about, you know, I'm a life coach now. got my certifications, did a lot of studying. You know, I really know the process. I can't wait to get that started. But, you know, let's go have some fun. Let's go tint some windows. Let's go do some systems. Let's go work on some boats. Let's just let's kick it and have fun because, you know, when work don't feel like work, it's fun. And when you're working with the right people, it is fun. So we're going to fire that up. Um, and... My buddy Dave, who is awake and astral coach, um, me and him might me and him might do this business together. I'll actually know tomorrow, but I'm telling you what, it feels good. It feels real good because I love Dave because he is loud and obnoxious like me. Even though he's awake, he will still put it out there the way it needs to be put out there and. You're trying to fight something as big as taking fluoride out of the water. <laughs> I need I, I need some voices, you know what I mean? So that's what I got going on tomorrow, people. Um, always stay positive. You know, I've been I've been working at this really hard since August. And I can tell you the sooner you get started, the better. Because if you're looking for that that experience of life that is just amazing right you got to look at life as 
what's it take? You know, start looking at it this way. Every good thing you've ever done gets piled up on one side. Every bad thing you've ever done gets piled up on one side. Every thought, every everything, it's piled up. You got to get your karmic debt where it's just good. You know, it's got to outweigh the bad. It has to. And really think about that. Don't you think that's the way it should work? You know, and I want people to take money out of this out of this because there are a lot of rich, miserable ass people, you know. So take the money side out. The money will follow you. You know, when you're dedicating your life to giving back to people, the money will come. Just look at Tony Robbins. Look at every motivational speaker. You know, it adds up, right? So start looking at life that way so that way you can start changing your karmic debt and always help people. No matter who they are, no matter what they've done, always forgive people. Forgiveness and you know, at this point, I almost don't even care if he learns it, but forgiveness grants you the most power in the world. When you can truly forgive someone, it'll grant you greatness. And it feels wonderful. I feel great that at least I apologized. And the funniest thing is, I was just trying to guide him because I look... 10, 15, 20 years in the future, why I started getting out a window tent, I don't think it'll be around in 10 years. So it's the reason why I started making other plans. But him, he's a diesel mechanic. I went to CES this year. I'm telling you what, electric semis are coming. He's not looking 10, 15, 20 years into the future. He's looking at tomorrow, which most people do. And you shouldn't do that. Billionaires look 20 years in the future he told me to go get a normal job and to stop looking at get rich quick schemes I just want everybody to know I am one of the best window tinners in the nation I tinted a Camaro in 17 minutes it's on YouTube so no I won't be going to take a 9 to 5 I didn't create this lifestyle to go take a 9 to 5 but thanks for the advice brother-in-law Whew. So anyway, people, that's what's happening. That is life. I'm going to keep on plugging away. I am <laughs> critically low on funds, but I'm going to keep this smile on my face. I'm going to keep on reading my affirmation letter every day. And I'm going to keep on proving to y'all that if you just change, if you just believe, if you just try to be great, the universe, it'll be great back. Love y'all. Good night. Real quick, I forgot something so important. Miguel's dad owns a coaching business. Yeah, I said it. Good night.